Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss most of us are fans of shark week on the discovery channel well trade deadline week continues here on all of our platforms including cool button hockey podcast episode number 120 craig the last day of February was unbelievable. And as we go to bed last night and wake up this morning and get ready for everything, the news keeps pouring out. You were live on the air when Jacob Chikrin got traded. We've got Tyler Bertuzzi joining the best third line in hockey, I guess. Coyle, Hall, and Bertuzzi. We've got a changing of the fourth line, I'm assuming, in Tampa. we got a lot of pucks in play. So let's start with Jacob Chikrin. After all of that... That is the return? Well, because, Steve, what were we hearing all the way through this? Oh, the price was high and all the questions around Jacob Chikrin. And, you know, so, you know, and then, uh, you know, Bill Armstrong uh, mentioned uh, in his post-trade uh, interview, well, you know, those picks are, you know, they could be here and we think those picks are really valuable. You know what Bill Armstrong realized? Bill Armstrong realized that he was up against it. Bill Armstrong realized my prices have not been realistic. And I got a player here who I just continually to get matter and matter because we keep him out of the lineup as he's expecting a pending deal. So I think Bill Armstrong massively misplayed his hand. That's what I think. And I think Pierre Dorian took him to the cleaners, took him to the cleaners, I'm telling you, and got an excellent young player in Jacob Chikrin. That's what happens when you mismanage. That's what happens when you don't understand what the price is and you don't understand how to make a deal. Bill Armstrong really, really came short for the Arizona Coyotes. Because when you look at what Matthias Ekholm fetched for the Nashville Predators, and then you look at that, sorry, Mr. Armstrong, there are no explanations for your mismanagement of the Jacob Chikrin situation. And for Pierre Dorian, you were not going anywhere until you bolstered the fence. And he didn't just bolster it. He added a terrific player in Jacob Chikrin. Enough said. I got nothing more to add. The platform is yours, Mr. Coolius. As an amateur GM, people talk about different prongs in a trade. A first round, a roster player, and a prospect. And then I look at other trades of the past and what I would like back. And you mentioned the Matias Ekholm trade because it looked like the Oilers were right there on Chikrin and then went bye-bye. Forget this. It reminds me of Pat Quinn and Bob Clark 
when they were trying to make a Lindros trade and Pat Quinn came back and said, basically we're out because every time we're close, Bob changes the target. It's become a moving target, he said, which made Pat realize that he's being played. It's not going to happen. So Kenny moved off Columbus. And I think that was the last of the GMs that really had something going that they thought could make a trade. To me, moved off of Arizona, right? He moved off of Arizona. Arizona, sorry. Yes, Arizona. Thank you. Then I look at what I want. I'd rather forget about draft equity and make sure I'm getting something back that we believe. Shakir Mukamadoulin, Zachary Dean, Reed Schaefer, that I think I can sell later that if the picks don't work out, I got someone back. The other two picks I'm, I'm hoping for, the first and the third, and but the prospect's got to be better than a suspect. He's got to be able to play. He's got to be somebody who's already been drafted and started to be developed. And when people talk about what you did with Shakir Mukamadoulin, he's going to play. How high he's going to be, we don't know, but he's going to play. So at least I've got something. It's great to get a three-tier trade, but to get Chikrin for the three picks, one of which is protected, that's a lunch bag letdown. Like, and this took 15 months? That I'm confused. I'm just confused. Like, to me, I'm, I'm surprised. Ottawa just waited. They waited, they waited, they waited, they waited. They picked up the phone. Would you like to go to the dance? Yeah, because I don't have a date. Pick you up at seven. That That's what it felt like. And you know what? I guess there wouldn't be anything as uh, disappointing trades if we didn't have great trades, average trades, and then below average trades. So I think that if I'm Ottawa, I'm whistling Dixie. And for what was supposed to be this three-prong return, Craig, the first round pick always is great. But then after that, I don't see Jake Sanderson. I don't see... Ridley Gregg, like I don't see these guys. So that's where I say if I'm Ottawa and I didn't have to give these up, I, I'm just, I'm where you are. I just, I'm surprised. Like when something happens and it gives you a spocky and eyebrow, I'm, I'm surprised. So, well, I mean, we, we are, right? And, and and I think you nailed it there, right? Like you, you really did. You sit down and you think about, it. it's a 2023 first round draft pick that's top five protected. It's top five protected, Okay. And so then you get a 2024 second round draft pick and a 2026 pick like Steve, uh, the, uh, like it, 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 it's utter, it, 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 it's utter and complete mismanagement. And, you know, Matthias at home is a good solid addition for the Edmonton Oilers. I want to be clear on that. And, you know, you look at, you know, the price that, uh, you know, Ottawa paid to get Jacob Chikrin, and you ask yourself, why couldn't Kenny do it? I think, I, I, I think, in fairness to the entire process, I, I, I think it's exactly the way you laid it out. I think that that's a perfect comparison. Kenny realized, wait a second here, I'm being serious about offering something. Reed Schaefer, first round draft pick, at, uh, to to Arizona, and he just keeps saying it's not good enough. So I'm moving on. So good for Kenny. You know what? And you know what? I, I'm going to modify my stance a little bit with respect to, you know, the Edmonton Oilers realized this is what we got to do now. Because I like doing business in this other area in the desert. You know what? I was going to be left high and dry. That's where Kenny felt. So at the end of the day, absolute, absolute. You take a you, you take a player of Jacob Chikrin's magnitude and impact and you reduce them to that return. Oh, boy. Like. 
And and Pierre again, what what an unbelievable move for Pierre Dornan. Unbelievable move for Pierre Dornan. Do you think if it was you, you would have said, I'll give you Chikrin for a first, a second, and Reed Schaefer would have been a better return? Yeah, I mean, you, you know how it's being positioned now. While the pick from Ottawa could be higher, you know, all they're trying to do is put pig, a lipstick on a pig. You know, you know, that's all they're trying to do now. That's all they're trying to do now. Listen, I, I've I've called it completely out. Mismanagement by Bill Armstrong. Mismanagement by Bill Armstrong. There's no other way to frame it. That's what he did, and now he's panicked. You know what it's like? It's Garth Snow with Thomas Vanek. It's Thomas Vanek situation with you go, oh, I'm getting this, I'm getting oh boy, I better I better get that better. Oh my god, <laughs> just give me something, please. So that's what Bill Armstrong did. He failed the Arizona Coyotes, by the way. He failed them. So let's talk about and let me tell you this the other problem he runs into, yeah. What happens the next time when he sets a price? Well, people are gonna what wait. What happens him out. the next time? He would have been out. better off not trading Jacob Chicker. He would have been better off. Well, it reminds me of the old scalper story. You think you're going to wait me to the middle of the first period? No, I rip up the remaining tickets. I've already made $19,000 on the street today. I don't need to make twenty-two. So I rip up the tickets in front of you, and you go and tell your friends, uh, if you're going to wait the scalper out, they're, they're not selling you a discounted price. So you, you've, you've always established what the price is, right? The price is 50%, 80%, 100% markup. So now the waiting outs really helped Ottawa. So we got a few pucks in play. I think everyone likes the fairness of the Ekholm trade, except Tyson Berry felt sorry for him. That's a human element. Uh, felt sorry for Tyson Berry. But I guess it's Evan Bouchard or Berry. You keep the younger player that is going to, you know, be there in a top four role. That's in play. Tyler Bertuzzi to the Bruins. Never saw it coming. Or the Ottawa Senators. Now with Chick, like if I'm Chikrin, I I rent my own plane wherever Ottawa. I, I think Ottawa, and as we speak, I don't know if he's going to make the Ranger game or not here at yeah, press Yeah, he time. is. He says he's playing. He okay, says, so he's in the lineup. So there you go. And Ottawa is in a playoff chase. There's there's a, a excitement in the air in different categories. There's excitement in the air for Edmonton with Ekholm, excitement in the air with Chikrin in Ottawa, and excitement in the air with Bertuzzi on this unbelievable third line to go behind the second and first line in Boston. So I'm layering the cake for you, Craig. How deep do you want to stick in your fork? Well, okay. So let's just look at this in this way. And I look at Ottawa doesn't have to make the playoffs for this to be a great deal. You know, when they made their moves last summer, you know, and, and there was a lot of excitement around what Ottawa was doing. You know, the blue line needed uh, renovations. It needed, it, it needed some additions. It needed additions to the, to what they were building there. And, you know, as time went on and, and, and they fight themselves back into the playoff competition, all well and good. But what you want to you don't want to continuously talk about the future, the future, the future, the future, because when you keep talking about the future, you never get to now. And now matters. And I think Pierre Dorian, what he did here is he established the future. now, And what matters now, playing meaningful games. They just waxed Detroit. They waxed them. And you know there's a lot of juice in, in, in the Ottawa Senators group. There's even more juice there. But now they get to they get to play. They get to play with some intensity and some enthusiasm and some real vigor. And, and that's good. That's good for a young team to be able to go through that. Steve Eisenman on the other side, you know, 
the chances of Detroit making the playoffs, even even Ottawa making the playoffs, are still low. And Steve Eiserman said, you know what? I like our team. I like where we're at. I think we got some good things going. But I'm not going to hold on to players if I can make deals and improve my team. Not even just now, but well and in, well into the future. I think the Detroit Red Wings' future is terrific. They just signed Larkin to the extension. I mean, he's a Red Wing. To me, he's, he, he, he needed to be re-signed by the Red Wings. They did. And when I look at the entire scenario between Ottawa and Detroit, I think both of them are doing prudent things. Like somebody might say, why didn't Detroit load up? Well, they're, they're looking at it a little bit differently. And why did Ottawa? Well, Ottawa has been a longer run here of, of futility, and they needed to – I think really reinforce what their team has done this year. I think that both those teams are are, are really in a good position to move forward uh, w- w- with their objectives. I think that that is fantastic. And the Boston Bruins, the strongest team in the league, just got stronger. You know what they said? They said, <laughs> "Yeah, okay, oh, oh, okay. You 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 have a flush. I have a royal flush. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what they just went did. They, they, they basically have just snubbed their nose at the rest of the NHL and going, yeah, we're, we're out in front. Remember when Usain Bolt was running the 100 meters in the Olympics and he looked over because he knew he had won. He looked over at Andre de Grasse and he he knew he had won." That's the Boston Bruins right now. They're just looking. Big smile. And it's so intriguing. It's so fascinating. It's been one of the most exciting February into Marches ever. Then we got the March to the playoffs that may or may not, I think, include seven teams for two spots. Everyone's made some type of move. Are the Islanders going to hang on? They've played the most games. The Penguins are feeling it. They They got to get in, Craig, for sure. Then you've got the sexiness of the sends and, you know, what happens with Florida. It's just, it's just outstanding. And to me, from the manager's perspective, many have gone for it in a buyer's market and tried. So if the Rangers beat Timo Meyer and the Devils, I don't begrudge Tom Fitzgerald. If Tampa does beat Toronto, Kyle Dubas made some moves. And at what price? A first rounder, we said. He recouped a first rounder that he may or may not trade by. Friday, and the team is better with the sandpaper elements. There'll be time for all of these teams to gel. You know, the Lightning have adjusted their third and fourth lines. So you either play and go for it and try, or you sit and watch. And if you don't think you're there, I understand pulling back a little bit. Steve Eisenman made a lot of moves over the summer to kind of go from here to here. Then you have to evaluate your team the way the Capitals did and said, are we ready now? Nope. We're going to sell, sell, sell. And by looking at the roster when healthy in the next year, they're still committed to a lot of players. And there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunity there for them to kind of retool like St. Louis. What they end up doing, I don't know. But it's funny. It's like these planes. And then one plane goes, no, pulls off. And then, you, you know, it, it shortens the race. And then uh, and, and other teams will just kind of fly off as well. But where we are right now, Craig, we can't ask for a better march into April than we're seeing right now. And one of the key reasons why is because there's eight playoff spots, not 10, there's eight, which makes all of this more exciting and it doesn't water down the regular season. All these games, we can go back to December and I can give you a game between Tampa and Toronto that mattered, that matters for home ice, that matters for positioning. If your schedule is watered down, in November or early February, it doesn't work. 
Look at the schedules this week and how important Minnesota scoreboard watching because Dallas is playing and Winnipeg's playing and Colorado's playing and Calgary needs Minnesota, all of it, all of it. And it all ties into deadline day because all these teams that have made moves and shake things around, that's what I love about it, which maybe means now Calgary is next. We called out the Oilers. They made their move. I don't know where you are. The worst spot you've taught me in hockey is ninth. Ninth is the worst spot in hockey, Craig. It is. So we'll, we'll talk. Up, uh, we'll, let's talk Calgary. And they play Toronto on Thursday night. So I want to talk about Toronto, too. We'll get to that because I think it's a little bit bigger of a conversation. But Daryl Sutter on Wednesday, I, I, I thought he was really, really measured in his approach in his press conference. He talked about, and they are, they're one of the best defensive teams in the league. That should come as no surprise, right? We know that they've struggled somewhat having that scoring. You know, getting Huberto and getting Kadri, they're different scores. They create offense very differently than Goudreau and Kachuk. We can talk about, have they adjusted to that? 57 shots, 28 to 10 in the slot, and they couldn't score. And, and, and like, you know, I, I don't know how you could be disappointed, but where Daryl got to, and, and, and I really... I, I think there, there, there's a realization. He said, our, our goaltending hasn't provided. We, we give up. We don't give up very much. And our goaltend, and he's talked about Jacob Martin. We all know that Jacob is competitive. We all know that Jacob has the talent and ability. And ever since that series with Edmonton began and all the way till now, he's struggled. But Daryl said, Marky's got to find his, his feet. He's got to find his footing. And he says, it's playoffs. He goes, it's simple. He goes, that's where we're at. we got to find a way to win. If we don't win, we're out. And Jacob Marstrom has to be part of that. So I think that Daryl hasn't talked around it. He says, this is what we got to do. He says he's going with me. He said, Markstrom's my guy. It's the playoffs. He's my guy. I've shown that. And I think that, you know, you, you, you try to help him find his game. This is now, you know, Jacob Markstrom trying to find his game. We know that he's not the same goaltender right now. Can he find it? Maybe he can find it just by knowing you're in there. You're the guy. Just go and just go and grind through it. Let's just go and grind through it. But that's where they find because they're really good defensively, Steve. They're and they generate opportunities offensively, not to the same extent that you would like in terms of the inner slot. So to me, I think that Daryl making his comment, I would like to see them add another forward. I really would. I'd like to see them add somebody that can just give them a little more. And and I want inside punch. I want, you, you know, you don't need the open field runner. You need the inside fullback. <laughs> you need the inside receiver. That's what I think they need. Would Tyler Batuzzi have been a great fit? Yeah. Would Timo Meyer have been? Yeah, they all would have been good. But if they can find just a, a like somebody that can just give them a little bit more offensive inside punch, I, I, I think it strengthens their team a little bit. But let's face it, they're in it. They're on the outside looking in right now. But if Marshall can find his footing, it probably gives them uh, an opportunity. If he doesn't, I, I, I think there'll be some real disappointment in, in Flav's land at the end of this regular season. Sports Interaction is Canada Sportsbook 19 plus. Please gamble responsibly. Go to sia.com forward slash cool button pod. It's simple. Us, click, deposit, sign up, win today. Craig, weekend, go. Do I look like I'm in a lineup? This picture of me look. I look like I'm in a police lineup, doesn't it? So I'm looking Kramer's at the lineup. Kramer's beside you. <laughs>
I'm looking <laughs> at the game between Pittsburgh and Florida on Saturday. Two teams trying to win a spot in the 2023 playoff championship in the NHL. And both teams are playing a little bit better of late. Penguins just make a move. But I would say that Mike Sullivan finds a way to get his team on the right side. They just add Granlund. And I like the Penguins going in and beating the Florida Panthers. So I'm taking the Penguins. I'm taking the over. Both these teams have shown a penchant for giving up lots of goals. Jake Gensel looks like he's finding his game once again. So I'm taking Jake Gensel with one goal. Penguins over Gensel with a goal. Saturday, ABC, Rangers at Boston. Sexy matchup. That's why they keep these for the American uh, networks. And they wait. And they hope that, you know, Kane's a Ranger and everyone is in Boston. That's the case. Bruins are going to show the Rangers what would happen in a, I guess, third round meeting. Because the Bruins are going to win again. They're going to win with a low scoring, tight defensive style again. And I'm not going to predict anyone to get any points because they don't need anyone to get any points. Because they're going to get two. Rangers lose to Boston. No shame on Saturday afternoon and take the under. That is your easy, easy money game of the week. For everyone here, Sports Interaction is Canada Sportsbook 19 plus the march to the playoffs. And this is each continues. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You're set up for your bets on the weekend now. Okay, so now you want to make a little casino. Now you know what you got to do. Okay, now I'm going to ask you, my friend. Okay, the Toronto Maple Leafs. You've watched the Toronto Maple Leafs for a long time. You've talked about Pat Quinn and, and you know, a long-standing Maple Leaf, you know, great person, Hall of Famer. But I ask you about the Toronto Maple Leafs. So we look at the Toronto Maple Leafs. We look at the disappointment they've had over the last number of, of seasons, right? Kyle Dubas goes and makes big changes, right? We see the Detroit Red Wings. We see what they are, uh, excuse me, the Boston Bruins. What is your feeling now about the Toronto Maple Leafs with respect to the belief he has in that core four four group. Well, you and I discussed earlier this year where if you believe in them, then show them. 
If you're going to talk the talk, you got to walk the walk. And he has. In fact, he's done a good job insulating them and Morgan Riley, who have basically been, you know, the five losers during the or the Matthews administration, right? The Washingtons, the Boston, Boston's, Columbus, Montreal. So they played bad teams and lost. They played outstanding teams and lost. They played cup champions and lost. So they, they have the experience of our cliche, you need to lose first before you win. Now, usually it has some type of playoff success. You usually win a round or two or lose or like Edmonton, win, win, lose to Colorado, whatever. So they, they've been battle tested in the playoffs. And now Kyle Dumas has surrounded the group with some grit on the back end, people that throw their body around, right? They've added something like 500 body checks, things that they were lacking before, blocking more shots. So when Shen gets in, Jake McCabe replaces Jake Muzzin in my mind, moves people down, little less ice time for Giordano is going to make sense. Maybe Hall goes to a six spot or off at times, depending on how he performs. Up front, they have a brand new looking fourth line. Nolatari, Sam Lafferty, Zach Aston-Reese. That's different. That's going to go up against Corey Perry, uh, Patrick Maroon, and whoever now is a fourth line center because Nemesnikov is gone in Tampa. So you can see the layers. When they've got this guy out, who do we have out? And before, you know, the Dennis Malgans of the world, they didn't cut it. The Leafs weren't layered deep in the cake. There was a lot of icing. Icing is good in October till middle of March, maybe. But then you need the layers. Have they layered themselves deep enough? I don't know if the answer is yes to win, but Ryan O'Reilly is part of my layered cake for sure. Nola Chari's part of my layered cake, and so would a Jake McCabe. But the other groups are going to have to play. They're layered as well. This is still going to come down to game six or seven, that call or that play, that clutch goal or not. So they're better, but are they better, better than the teams are going to have to beat? Like you imagine if you're Toronto or Tampa, you're going to have to go through each other, Boston, and then either the Rangers devils or carolina that that's the odds and then maybe play colorado let's say it's tampa toronto boston rangers carolina or uh, uh, colorado could you imagine that's worth three cups craig like that, that, that that's why we talk about what it takes to win and when it's done the exhaustion the the, the loss of weight sitting in the dressing room now I know sometimes why these guys sometimes are stunned because it's almost like going, remember when they used to go 15 rounds in the fifties, the gloves were different. That's what it's like. And I, that's why I admire what people like I'll admire the winners, obviously, but I still say to those who tried along the way and made the moves, because we're going to have such disappointed fan bases after 14 days, but that's a long layered answer. The layered cake of the lease has not been deeper since Pat Quinn was running the franchise. There'll also be a lot of second guessers and and and, and revisionist historians too. Don't, don't trust me like that, right? Like you know, oh, I see. I told you it was too much to give up. Yeah, like right, like you know what? Like yeah, you know, make your analysis. Don't wait till after the fact. Uh, you know, it's interesting when we talk about the Leafs and Kyle, deservedly so, should believe in 
the five. Let's call it the let's call it the the Maple Leaf five, right? Like you know the four forwards and, and Morgan Riley. I, I think he has every reason to believe in them. They, they've been terrific players. They've they've performed really well. Playoffs have not got them the results they wanted. So Kyle states that he believes in them. He come during this year during some tr- different times during the season. I wouldn't call them turbulent. But certainly sometimes where they were challenged, they came through it really nicely. They came through the storm really nicely, right? They navigated the waters, shall we say. And now Kyle has said, you know what? Let's go. Here we go. And I love everything you said. I think he's also turned the focus right back on that core group of five. You know, you, you know what? I believe in you. Now you you got to deliver. You got to deliver, boys. You got You got everything you need. You got everything you need. There's no room anymore for uh, for for not getting the results we want to get. There really isn't. I I think if there's any criticism uh, of uh, of the Toronto Maple Leafs this year, it can't be directed towards Cal Dubas. It like he 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 at the end of a uh, of a first round series that they don't win, he can't come back and say I believe in this group. He can't. They they now have to perform. They have to, the, to me, Steve, like the Toronto Maple Leafs not winning a first round series versus the Tampa Bay Lightning will be an epic failure. And those five guys will wear it. They will wear it. And I think that's fair. And eventually you got to get over the hump. Eventually you take off the muscles, we used to call them the Spody devices, and you throw your kid in the deep end. We, you've done the training, done the practice. Eventually, we we move to another level. And if you don't, then there's there's changes. And people know that at all different levels, from management on down. And many changes have been made along the way. Tampa needed their moment against Columbus. We know what happened after that. We can go back and talk about teams in history. We've talked about the Oilers before, the Islanders before. I mean, the Islanders should have won way before they finally did win, but they finally did. They believed in a group and then added pieces around it. And there's a buzz in a lot of cities. Talked to Sam Rosen yesterday about the Ranger buzz. I try to compare because people in New York did Kane to Messier and he said, stop it. That's not true. People are doing that. It's not true. Mark was here under contract, younger player, higher up in the lineup. Do the Rangers have all the elements to not just beat the Devils, but the Devils, the Canes, and if it comes down to the Boston Bruins? Is this, like I look at the Devils, really analyzing scouting the Devils. I think if the Devils want to dig ditches against the Rangers, they can dig the ditches against the Rangers. You know, even higher up the lineup. Right to have Palat now on the third line, Craig is going to bode well moving forward. I think people see that icing, to use that term, with Tarasenko and Kane. Don't forget what the Devils have. Right, I don't think people know what Nico Heischer, Timo Meyer, Andre Palat, Tyson or Dawson Mercer right now, and I just think that. Just remember, puck goes in the corner. That's part of the game. You got to go get it. What price you're going to pay, you know, and I really, I really like your buddy Lindy here. So I, I think this idea that the Rangers are just, you know, all right. I can argue the Rangers are right where they are before the trades and after 
sixth, maybe. If we had to rank the six big boys, as good as they've improved, this thing that they're just going to play the Devils and play Carolina, I'm not there yet either. Um, It's sexy, but I'm talking about the ditch digging of the playoffs. And you've you talked about Mike Keene before. Does he dig ditches, right? You've talked about the Hatchers, right? The Darien digging ditches and Geek Carbono and in different moments. So I think that as good as some teams are skill-wise, I think the ditch diggers will decide who moves on and who goes home. Well, we have a friend, Tommy, and a real, real wonderful guy. And uh, he, he always gives us a hard time for believing in the Rangers. And last year we said we liked the Rangers and the Rangers went to the conference final. Well, I will say this. I have a less of a confidence in the Rangers now than I did last year. How come? I have less I have less of a confidence in the Rangers now after all the moves they've made because of what they're up against. Like, you know, and, you know, I, I, listen, Patrick Kane's a, a, a top player. Tarasenko is really good. You know what it reminds me of, Steve? You know what, you know what this New York Rangers team, and, and let me just quickly before I get to that. Like, everybody goes, oh, does this put them in Stanley Cup position? I said, I don't think it puts them in position to beat the New Jersey Devils. Stanley Cup, I, 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 the Devils outside of the goaltending and, and Vanacek's played very well this year for them. Right. But like, you know, Shesterkin's elite. Okay. But outside of that, I, I think the Devils uh, have, have an advantage in, in, in a lot of different areas, maybe not a significant advantage. Maybe it's even close everywhere. I, I think that the Rangers will have their hands full with the New Jersey Devils and Quite frankly, if you ask me today to put some Kasich, I'd pick the Devils. You know what it reminds me of? I'll tell you what it reminds me of. And I think the Rangers better be careful of this. It reminds me of the Chicago Blackhawks when they played the Nashville Predators with Panarin and Kane, ironically. And they couldn't score and they lost four straight games because they were all they were all this thing about skill. And the Islanders or the Predators just drove them down. They, you know, you talk about the ditch diggers, it was ditch digging time. And the Chicago Blackhawks weren't ready to dig ditches. That's what I see in this Rangers team. I might be wrong, but I believe in I believe in the Devils. You know I believed in the Devils all over. They go in on Wednesday night, kind of a crazy wild game in Colorado, an Avalanche team that's been playing really well. They start. I mean they they have twelve games remaining on the road down the stretch. Well, that's a nice little win on the road versus the uh, Colorado Avalanche. This Devils team is good. That's I think the Rangers might have gone too much the way to the people that paint the lines on the highway, not the ones who dig the ditches. <laughs> well, Shark Week continues on uh, Discovery and Trade Deadline Week continues here. Uh, we still think there'll be some movement up until and including uh, 3 o'clock on Friday. When we reconvene next week, we'll rank the clubs in terms of the Stanley Cup because the rosters will be set. That is for episode 121. For producer Bruce Bolton, Craig Button, I'm Steve Coolius. It's been a fun week and it's not over yet. Enjoy the trades and enjoy our version of March Madness, which is on now. See ya. Hold up. 
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.